the guests. It's the one way you don't copy throwing fits. <laughs> Is that a dig at us? No, what are Damn. you talking I'm about? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm you're, kidding. I'm kidding. You're right. You know, we'll, no, you're right. We'll, you're right. we'll admit it. I admire it. We'll admit it. They made the blueprint. Mm-hmm. They did make um, the blueprint, yeah. Yeah, but this is this is episode 113. That's auspicious. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, here <laughs> Today we have the most professional podcaster we've ever had. We've gone through the Patreon Rolodex. We found them all. Yeah. <laughs> um, today on the show we have Avery Truffleman. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Uh, today we're really going to get into... Well, first, before we get into it, what is your relationship, if any, to skincare? What what meaning does it hold in your life? And it could be absolutely nothing or something just as simple as vanity. Hmm. Well, it's not nothing because... I don't know. Like, I, I always wish I was good at at makeup, like the kind of person who could really fake it, but I've never been very good at it. And so I've always felt a lot of pressure to have the like, the to try to have the good skin without any yeah. help. And I don't, I just don't have good skin. It's actually like the part of me that I maybe feel most self-conscious about is like, I have very bad skin. And so I'm really glad we're meeting on Zoom so I can get that like Zoom effect. I was going to say, uh, I was going to really say it looks helps. great. Oh, thanks. I gonna, I, uh, we, yeah, we, we don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, from what like, you can tell on We Zoom. believe you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you could also sell, like, license some proprietary, like, Zoom, Zoom filters filter. or oh, something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For, like, I don't know, extra freshness. Everyone's always coming up for better better business ideas for us. We, we always feel like we're uh, we're constantly dropping the ball. Anytime a guest comes on, they, they have great ideas to offer that we feel like we should have thought about a year or two ago. Well, you know where all the money is, and it's in podcasting. You're it's in the gold mine already. Why get out? Is that yeah? No. Don't say that so loudly. They'll all find out. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, will, everybody everyone will know. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> let's get into let's get into the first segment of the podcast. Drop your routine. Walk us through your entire AM lineup, PM lineup, any any treatments you're undergoing. You know your favorite products to tackle your your bad skin. Anything that goes into beatifying yourself. Okay, so I prepared for this because I don't know the names of any of my products. I had to like, I, I took, I went to my, I went all the way to my bathroom over there and I took a picture of them uh, because honestly, most of my stuff is just from the Park Slope Food Co-op. Like I am that bitch putting loose spinach into my real, real bags. Like I just am the Park <laughs> oh, Slope shit. Food Co-op. Unfortunately, I'm very, I'm very Park Slope, unfortunately. Um, so... Like, I don't really like going to Sephora, mostly because it's far away. God, I'm so provincial. But Also, it, it, feels, it always feels like you're going into a club when you go there. I'm just not... Like, you know that Forever 21 music? Like, I, I just can't take it. In, in it's Sephora? It's a bad experience. Yeah, Sephora, yeah. Totally. And I just feel like you look at it and you're just like, look at all this shit. Like, it's all future <laughs> trash. Like, look at all this oh, garbage. God, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. You definitely have to confront your like, consumerism there, for sure. And, like, what it's doing to the world. But Wait, do you do you go there? Sometimes I will go. because there's uh, I live in Williamsburg. I go for research. Uh, I go there to, to talk up all the Sephora shoddies. Um, <laughs> no, I go with, yeah, I mean, once. <laughs> That's kind of the dream to like meet someone in Sephora. That's. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a there's a meet cute out there somewhere where. But that I feel like it's the thing told, where it's like, but, hey, fellas, take dance classes. That's where the ladies are. This is like, yeah, even that, easier. Go, go to Sephora. Sephora. That's why. That's why I took French in high school. That's what they. That's what they told me. <laughs> they told you. Yeah, that's where all the honeys are. But um, all the no. fee. <laughs> exactly. And that's how you got into French pharmacy skincare. That's and how that's, you got into it. As yeah. Well. And there we go. <laughs> There's the pipeline. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. So you don't go to Sephora. We're at the co-op. We're supporting our community. Okay. We're at the, You're looking, we're at the co-op. Yeah. We just finished our shift. We just worked like three hours. You know, putting yeah, oranges yeah. into a crate. Um, five people have asked me where various things are, and I'm like, I don't know. I so every morning I do wear sunscreen every day. But that is solely because of the Boss Lerman song Sunscreen. Like, I've been doing it since I was, since I heard that on Now 2 when I was a child. I was like, oh, Sunscreen Every Day is really. Wait, he has a song? He has a song called Sunscreen? You guys! Oh my God! I don't know this. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, 
I'm showing my ass. I'm sh- yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you. Okay, so Baz Luhrmann, when he made Romeo plus Juliet, he was like, okay, the soundtrack I made, this like elevator music is great. And he put the lyrics, basically he put a poem over the soundtrack and it, the, the full version is maybe seven minutes long. It's a long ass song. And it's actually a advice column from this Chicago Tribune journalist. And it's all about her life advice and like what she advises people to do. And it begins. And, and it's like such a cultural phenomenon. It's like, um, like, you know, the, what, what's the opening, the Chris Rock thing, like there's no sex in the champagne room. Whatever. There's like I like, I like the, I love the way that sounds. Yeah, yeah no, I would sorry. never That's have like a sex reference in a champagne room. To this yeah. opening, which is really iconic. Okay, it's okay. like ladies and gentlemen of the class of ninety nine, wear sunscreen. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. The right. long term benefit like I can recite the whole thing by heart, but basically the whole thing is like all this life advice, but it comes back over and over again to like wear sunscreen. It's yeah, so sunscreen. great. So and it's really corny. It's really cheesy. If you look it up, you're going to be like, wow, that's a really... No, there was we, a long time when I was trying to play this to people. I'd be like, this song is so formative to me. And they're like, this is this is like a Hallmark card. But <laughs> I love it. So I wear sunscreen you know, people are People are uncomfortable with sincerity. It's just it's just sincerity. That's all it is. It really, it, it really, although I do feel like sincerity is sort of back. I feel like Blackbird's biplane is, is just like, be true to yourself. Like underneath all the Johnny bro- jargon is like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I you know, I talked... Well, we, we can talk about Blackbird's biplane. I one time cornered Jonah at a bar, and I said, "Brother, we got to talk Avatar." <laughs> but anyway, wait, like the movie is he into Avatar? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Are you a lot of water? A lot uh, of water. Not me. It's yeah. Evan's thing. Well, we've talked about it too much on the show, but Evan's yeah, obsessed. I mean James Cameron, sincere king. But anyway, let's sincere let's get back king. to this. Speaking of, speaking of, uh, of, of water, sun, sunscreen. Sunscreen. Nice transition. I appreciate that. Okay, so we're sunscreen. Podcasting professionality. I love that. Very, very well done. Um, yeah, so we're sunscreen every day, but it's just like from the Dwayne Reed down the street. It's like Aveeno Protect and Hydrate uh, 60 SPF sunscreen. And then... Uh, I wash my face with soap and I put that on my face. And then at night I put on this hydrolonic acid serum <laughs> that someone told me that I should use at the co-op. Oh, sorry. I got the order wrong. I scrub my face with Zum Face Lemon Facial Scrub. Then I put the hydrolonic acid serum <laughs> on <laughs> the face. It's, I sound like a psychopath. It rubs the lotion on it. Sounds skin. like you're fixing up a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I go to sleep, and that's what I. It's do. structural. And done. Boom. Done. One, done. two, boom. Oh, that's the most. That's uh, might be one of the one of one of the simple streamlined, most streamlined uh, routines we've had we've had on the podcast. But that's that's what we're all about nowadays. Keep it simple. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into culture, fads, trends. How do but people it do is, more than that? I don't understand. You know, I think it's like a. Emilio, you go ahead. I, they, we just get. I get sent a lot of stuff. It's called PR packages. I'm a little guinea pig, yeah. so I'm just trying out a bunch of different stuff. But I guess when it comes down to it, I'm really just doing like three things. Yeah, cleansing, a serum, and s and a moisturizer and SPF. Okay, four yeah. things. <laughs> it's really simple. But I think I think I think people <laughs> it's really simple. like yeah. at some point they get a skincare fixation yeah. or they're trying to figure out how to solve one thing. Also, I feel like it's really specific to like beauty in general or like grooming, whatever the fuck. Everyone that is their as consumers, like that's the 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 like the area they want to become the most knowledgeable in i don't know i feel like that's kind of the reason why people gravitate towards that but it definitely was like a trend like i mean it has to do a lot with like i feel like the big skincare boom came like with the 10 step korean skincare routine and it's slowly been like become like more and more pared down from that and then like a year ago i feel like we were at like the pharmacy like the chic pharmacy skincare routine that was just like one thing you bought at a at a french pharmacy and that was it right i just don't understand how people like i understand that it's i that some people enjoy the the ritual yeah of it but it's just like i don't know 
I feel, it makes me feel like a little kid. I'm like, I, I don't know. I feels like when I was a little kid, I was like, oh, I guess I have to take a bath, but I don't really want to take a bath. Like every night I'm like, oh, I guess I have to put this shit on my face. Like, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. I don't want to do this. And in the morning I'm like, oh, I guess I have to put, I don't know. It just seems like it's getting in the way of me and my day. Like I don't enjoy putting this stuff on, which is probably why right. I don't have very good skin. So I don't know. There's a payoff. I mean, some people are just blessed with, could be blessed with good genes. They don't have to do anything, but yeah, I mean, true. that's right. A lot of people are that way. And then a lot of people are just like the inverse. Like my life could be crumbling and this is the only thing I can like, the only like routine I can keep. So it's like the one thing I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll keep doing. Well, you know, it's funny, Emilio, you were talking about like, you know, the, the skincare boom, the 10 step Korean skincare routine, like now people stripping things back. I wouldn't say there are a whole lot of like emerging like skincare, personal care trends yeah. that are happening. Maybe there are, and we'll, we pay attention to this them sometimes. Some, we mostly kind of like um, try to uncover at least in the moment, like what's going on in like, just like men, you know, beauty standards in general, as it relates to, to the fellas. But uh, like I, on your, on your show, Avery, you know, like I, I think somebody said something about this like, or maybe I was reading this somewhere else. I don't know, but it is related to your show that like with culture, fads, trends, like fashion, we now live in a time where you can't really pinpoint what year it is because everything's just like, whereas you used to be able to, you used to be able to like, oh, that might be 1996. That might be 1995. Like everything was more homogenous. I think skincare is kind of the same way or beauty trends. Huh. Well, I mean, not beauty trends, but like the products that we're using, you know, but um, I was wondering if maybe you could talk about that, like, as it relates to, like, fashion. Like, do you get the sense that we are, you know, it's 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 really hard to nail down what is kind of going on? Yeah. It's interesting. I think I honestly, I think it, it it's funny. Maybe my resistance towards skincare is this, like, tendency to lump beauty and fashion together and I'm like they're separate things like yeah. I think of them so differently and um and so for some reason I think I just bristle at that but I'm sure it's just like I think about skincare the same way that a lot of people think about fashion like that's you know that's not what I do that's not important and it's obviously so important and they are interconnected like they it is subject to trends in the same way fashion is but yeah I do think we live in this era right now where especially, you know, I th I, thankfully we're sort of post-trend discourse and everyone's like, oh my God, is Barbie core in? Is gnome core in? Is clown core in? Like what's in right Stealth now? Wealth. Like, yeah. And I think a lot of this was a function of sort of emerging from our, from lockdown and being like, what's going on you guys? Like, what are we doing? Like are sweatpants dead? Are sweatpants alive? Like, what are we doing? And so I think there was this like bum rush for different trends. But you know, the funny thing is, I have to say, like, when doing my, my research for the podcast, I also came across a lot of different documents from a lot of different time periods that are like, there are no trends anymore. Like, in the 60s and 70s especially, people oh, are like, yeah. we just don't know what's in style. And it's true. There were, like, many different trends happening at the same time in the 60s and 70s. However, you know, if we look back now in a photograph, we can obviously tell when something is from the 60s and from the 70s. So I do, th even though it was a way more, like, heterogeneous time in style so i think we're sort of in a similar era where there's just like a lot going on all at once but we will be able to look sure. back and be like yeah. yes that was that was 2023 i mean i don't know it, it's funny because i feel like the um the trends of our era both with fashion and with beauty are way more um sort of overarching and philosophical. Like I've been thinking about this, like the main fashion trend of our time, which is also sort of a main like beauty trend of our time is tattoos. The fact that like everybody has tattoos and it's like normal Oh yeah. and we don't yeah. need our clothes to do as much speaking for us. Like we can wear more minimal things because like, we express ourselves in, in other ways on our, in our skin. And like, it cuts across all kinds of, uh, you know, political divides, age divides. Like, it's just kind of a thing. But, like, lots of different people have tattoos. And uh, I think in that sort of embrace of a non-natural aesthetic of, like, having tattoos is also... I mean, I'd be curious what you think, but I feel like people are going to look back 
at 2023 and be like, wow, people are really into science. Like they loved whatever. <laughs> I mean, I guess, never mind. No, yeah. you know better than I do. I feel like we vacillate back and forth between like natural ingredients, scientifically yeah. proven, natural science. Sure. But it does seem like even if you are using natural ingredients, people in the beauty world are still like really gunning after what is like the optimal best, you right. know, yeah. almost scientific method way of like maximum beauty. Yeah, what do you think the overarching thing is? I think you're right, and I think it. I think like we will be able to tell like what, what the main like trend was at the time. But like you said, just since there's like so much going on, and I feel like so, there's so much going on, so it's hard in that moment to decipher what is going on. And I think like if you really right. think about it, like you also said, like that sort of the same cycles are occurring. They're just like becoming shorter and shorter and shorter, and like the nostalgia feedback loop is like just continuing to become shorter. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know from a visual standpoint. I think, but I think like the way to pinpoint a certain time now specifically is through language. And I know that's kind of been the case forever. But I think now, I think it's always evolving a little bit too rapidly. You know, I think in the way that it gets absorbed into culture. But I personally, when I think about like, um, like, I guess maybe like fashion as a day in the life in like in New York, if I'm outside, like I have moments of it's not like it's not like a, like a there's a lot of friction going on in my brain, but I am like absorbing like so many like different like I could look at someone and be like that that guy looks like he's dressing from 2013. Yeah, that guy looks like he's dressing from 2040. That guy it looks like you know he's um like some kind of 2018 menswear meme, and it's and it's really kind of not discombobulating, but it's it's funny how like we all have kind of settled into very extreme trends from different eras where I think maybe, and I'm probably, I'm definitely wrong about this, but like there wasn't the the whole entire really big emphasis on like identity as it relates to like extreme expressions yeah. in other decades. Whereas now it is something people really, really reach for and they'll kind of settle into it thinking that they've. It's just funny that you see that in real life because I feel like the biggest divide is that there's this type of dressing that happens only on the internet. You know, there are like ways of styling oneself that are purely for Instagram or like whatever, wherever your your following is. And and then there's this like divide between real life clothes and mm -hmm. and like persona clothes. And so it's yeah. funny because I like I want to know where you're hanging out because I feel like when I look around at like what are people actually wearing on the street to like go buy eggs or whatever. Yeah. It's right. not it's very it's like safe, it's practical, it's comfortable. And then online with our own little like weird avatars of ourselves that we've created, we're like, I'm a clown. I'm from the 90s, you know, because these places <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like completely yeah. without practicality, without context, without anything and i wonder if it's also the same for skincare if it's people like lining up you know their beautiful yeah. bottles on instagram it's like well then what but what do you actually take the time to like put on every day and if that's like different you know i mean yeah i mean online is such a performance i mean i think about too like i was i was talking with someone earlier about like the show that you do uh we were talking about like how you you do all the heavy lifting into like the research behind you know what we wear in fashion and you have a credibility there but now what a lot of people do as like markers of like cultural signifiers in as they cultivate their identities online is they really will just like take a photo of something that seems like it's i don't know i wouldn't call it like esoterica or whatever the fuck but they really just want to like i don't know perform to show that they like know their they know something you don't and it's 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 and i think what you were saying earlier about like oh lining up the top shelf with all the the luxury skincare or i'm gonna fucking dress up like a clown it's like it's it's like what do these people actually do every day in real exactly. life are they actually yeah. are they actually engaging with that cool ass fucking i don't know like i don't are they watching like nothing but the criterion channel like what are you doing you know, <laughs> probably like, probably not i don't know but it's like you don't need to be doing you don't need to be i don't know maybe i'm in a mood today I love it. This is your podcast, though. This is your podcast. <laughs> I mean, 
No, I'm just like genuine. That was that wasn't a rhetorical question. Like genuinely, where do you live? Like where do you walk around? Where you oh, I live people? in Williamsburg. I live in Williamsburg. Ah, okay, Can you that, would that, it. that would explain it. Can you imagine that? Like, yeah, I mean. And two, it's like I just powered through uh, a season of Southern Charm, and I'm just like, where, like where, like, and it's recent. It's a recent season, and it's like, where are y'all getting your fucking like style info? You know, like, because it, it all just seems so separate now. Yeah, and it's, and I think it doesn't totally irritate me because I, I understand it. Probably, it's like, but it's like, I would like to know like what twenty the 2020s look like, and I just can't really like pinpoint it yet. Yeah, you'll know, you'll know, King and. <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, but even like in, like talking about like the you know, re- like the resurgence of like indie sleeves. There are so many brands of indie sleeves. Like there's so yeah. many like versions of it, and it's like I could something could be twenty like two thousand six, but really it's like, and I guess it's not too many years off, but it could be like two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. Yeah, you know, like man, I love that indie sleeves is back. My era. My golden years. Yeah. What were yeah? What were you doing? What were you doing? I was, what, all right. I was at you, the girl talk shows at Terminal Five. Like I was living that oh moment. Man, like that man. was my time. All right, you were really in it. We were we were in we were growing up in Kansas City. It's like yeah. so far so far from the culture. Do you do you feel like you missed out on indie sleeves? I uh, know. I mean, I really wa- I, I I loved watching the OC. Yeah, I like participated I love, online. I yeah. feel like. Yeah, which I don't know. Would you classify that as indie sleaze? Like, I mean, the what OC. are the years? Like, I really don't need. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Like, well, that was kind of more like, well, indie sleaze was like, are we talking like Kesha era? Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's like okay, okay, like shutter shades, like hedonistic, yes. like <laughs> yes, like the cobra like, snake, like, yes, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, like a G. Okay, cool, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that was just, yeah. I think that was really specific to to. The coastal cities yeah. and it yeah. really, really trickle. I mean, you saw it. You saw like the aesthetics of it, but you didn't really absorb the, I guess, the hedonism, as they say. But yeah, <laughs> y'all didn't have American Apparel. Uh, oh, there. Oh yeah, I had. Yo, know, I had undies and everything. Yeah, color. exactly. I had the fucking uh, the bright blue zip up. I mean, yeah, we were like, you know, the 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 Helvetica like font. I mean, like this is more Urban Outfitters, but like what a time. Well, they, did they, you they steal didn't have the one in, in Kansas City? Did they? Oh yeah, they did. They did. The plaza, so yeah, they had the one plaza, down there. Oh, would, yeah, you would go down there at the country oh, man, next yeah, to the, the country club. Yeah, we had American Apparel. Okay, we had American. Such a weird culture. We were very into it. I mean, so stupid. Damn, what a time. Well, talk about your all right, your process for how you go about exploring a topic. You know, I feel like we need some help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're we're kind of trying to do that a little bit, and we're wondering like how like do you have a formula or is it just so like journalistically ingrained in you that it feels maybe, you know, like it's just instinct. Wait, yeah. Is that real? Are you guys, guys going to do some like deep dives into serums or something? Well, sort you're going like to try yeah. to be doing more like appendix episodes yeah. about like either various like culture phenomenon as it relates to maybe male beauty, mm-hmm. as it relates to like just things that people ask us day to day, like in our discord, like, yo, do you guys have an episode on like Trenton or something? Yeah. Cause usually the way we do the show is, we ice break. We kind of just talk about it from a very, very like enthusiastic point of view, not necessarily expert yeah. point of view, because you can get a lot of that anywhere. Yeah. But you know, I feel like we we owe that to. There's a gap in the market. Any, Ooh. Yeah. So. Oh, I love that idea. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, I I feel like um, when I come when I explore a topic. It's funny because sometimes people be like, oh, why are you so obsessed with fashion? And I'm not really, I'm actually quite just like perplexed by fashion. Most of my episodes come from genuine, genuine questions, you know, of, of just like, what is up with that? Like, why, why is that that? Yeah. Um, and I do feel like it has to come from a place of genuine questioning and genuine enthusiasm. And so usually, usually it comes from um, first a conversation like usually it's just talking with someone and being like, "Huh, that's an interesting question." And then I read a couple books and then I interview the authors of the books. And then I try to like go somewhere usually to really wrap my head around it. Like for example, I'm like I'm reading a book right now about wool and like the American wool industry because I'm 
well, yeah, curious, curious about like the history of, of knitwear. And then there's this sheep shearing festival in Queens. I was like, oh, well, I'm going to go to the sheep <laughs> shearing festival and like watch them shear the sheep. And like, that will be some funny sound and bring my little baby microphone. And then yeah. I feel like, but it can't just be like, what's up with wool? Cause no one will listen to that. Like that's <laughs> boring. So the question leading into that is like, why don't we wear human hair is, is the mm. question like what grosses us out? Yeah. Like, why do we need to wear animal hair? Like, we cut our own hair anyway. Why are we so grossed out by that? And, like, why don't we wear dog hair? Like, why are there certain kinds of hair we can wear? And it really doesn't make sense because, like, sheep shit all over themselves. Like, it's actually gross. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Um, and so I feel like that's the thing is there has to – there are always, like, kind of three layers of it, right? There's, like, what is the fundamental bedrock thing of, like, what happened to the American wool industry – and then there are these, like, process things of, like, did you know this is how it's made? And then this, like, larger philosophical thing about, like, what does it say about, you know, the kinds of animals right. we want to wear? Of, like, why sheep and not alpaca? Like, what, where does this all come from? And then when you have those genuine questions, it's very easy to be like, oh, well, that sheep shearing festival is happening and that person wrote a book and there's a farm. And you, you just, like, go find it. I mean, it takes forever takes forever to talk to everyone and write all this stuff and like cut up the tape. But you know, when they're genuine questions, cause I feel like that's where so much, I mean, I try, I try, Lord knows I try not to sound like cringy NPR. -y. And I feel like mm. a lot of cringy public radio voice comes from sort of already knowing the answers and like being like, why is it this way? And <laughs> I feel like if it's a real right. actual question, then you can genuinely get like amped on finding the answer and you feel like a little sure. sleuth. But in a weird way, I feel like you two already have too much expertise. Like nothing will be right. Like it's not like you have on genuine questions maybe. about how skincare works. Um, yeah, I think there are like, there could be more specific. I think we have like a really like general knowledge of everything, but there are certain questions that are, that are, that our listeners ask us that we don't really know. Like, why is it that like this, like, I can't think of a good example. Why, why is it that I don't actually, I couldn't actually tell you what vitamin A is doing to like retinol is doing to like affect your skin and, huh. and cause like, like what, what the, uh, cause you know, you know, we know the buzz, at the a, buzzword. At a molecular level. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We know. In a chemistry <laughs> sense, like I know it's like. We know the buzzwords you know, of like, it has this and this and this that has anti-aging properties and et cetera. But like, yeah, I guess like Evan says. It's Adelaide, proven. We'd, we'd love to like, yeah, you know, phone somebody in that could actually explain what it's doing like yeah. inside. Um, cause right. like, I feel like a lot of like, a lot of people are like sharing that information online, but like it's in the most unpalatable way kind of like the NPR way too, where it's like they're, they're telling it in such a way where they, it's too, like they seem like too much of an expert. And like mm -hmm. Evan and I like immediately like shut off when we're listening to these like TikTok videos that are just like spewing out a bunch of like buzzwords that we don't really like know what to make sense of. But, um, right. But I think, but I think also Emilio and I are very like, um, we're, expert knowledge even though like we wouldn't seek out content like that ourselves i think yeah. i think we have we're very curious like i wouldn't call we're kind of more like vibes yeah, men vibes you know men. Like, we like <laughs> vibes men we what like and that that's like that's kind of like where the show kind of turned out of like turned like like was born out of as just more of like how like um the consumer point of view of like skincare as the way you like you the way that you would either post about it yeah. online or talk about it with friends in like that person that kind of expression and so i think what you're talking about in creating your shows like your episodes and the topics you you explore it is it, coming from a general like place of curiosity leads to these kind of really really great insights and it's i mean i think when we have like guests like you on you know we're we're like because we're curious about bigger kind of more philosophical questions of kind of like culture and trends and mm. and then we try to find a way to fit skincare into that yeah. like as we talk about it with friends but um but you said all right so you have you've got tattoos on your mind you've got wool on your mind what what else is what else have you been thinking oh my about? god i'm working on like 16 different stories right now um Damn, where to culture. begin what 
Yeah. Nothing. Well, I feel like you got a really good practice. You, got, you said hustle. Yeah. Hustle, 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 hustle. No, no, no. Well, I feel it's like just because they take so long. It's just because they take yeah, so long. Yeah. It, it's like the opposite of hustle. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to do a story later in December, so I should probably start gathering tape for that now. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. They're so no, slow. I like that way of working. It, yeah. It is nice. It just means that, like, a lot of things are slowly percolating over time. Yeah. And especially because I don't like to hustle. I don't want to be like, oh, you know, fuck, I got to book five people. I'm like, let me just do this slowly all year long. So it, but it does mean that I'm sort of like never not thinking about like 15 different things. But that's a fun way to live. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have it any other way. But like, yeah, the wool episode probably won't come out until like the fall, you know? Um, cool. Okay, cool. And like the stuff, you know, an ep- the episode that's coming out this week. Yeah, I started working on that last year. It's just like, Damn. you gotta, you gotta, especially because it's just me. Like, I gotta pace myself, you know? Like, I don't wanna, yeah. I don't wanna pull too many all nighters. Like, you know, gotta, gotta get you can't your, burn yourself your out. Rest. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, that's the way to do it. That's, that's how we're trying to be. Yeah. Um, it gets, it gets, it gets, yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know. You're able to, it, it, yeah, it's able to be a little bit more like thoughtful or like, with a little bit more intention. Um, I don't know. I find that we end up like rushing. We're just like kind of trying to keep up with like topics that are being discussed in the culture. Cause like, you know, in a week or two, like they won't be relevant anymore. And, and that's kind of why right. we're trying to do these episodes that are more like appendix episodes. Cause it's like something that can like, yeah, there doesn't have to be a deadline for it. It's exactly. questions that are always like being asked. And that's even great. if like, it, even if we get into more like cultural things, like something we, we kind of like, like to discuss what, kind of like the weird things men are doing to beatify themselves like a while back we like discussed this like doctor in florida that does limb lengthening surgeries for like breaks like men's yeah. legs for like a quarter of a million dollars yeah. to like Avery's like i'm very familiar <laughs> yeah, to stretch yeah to stretch you know like uh botox in your dick or something to like make it like, yeah that is uh, yeah dick filler? dick filler yeah oh yeah yeah for for uh yeah. Adi- you can fill anything up <laughs> <laughs> oh oh that oh. Adigirth. yeah i'm sorry um, i'm sorry if anyone has has dick filler but i, I don't know it's just like no. No. yeah but i i feel i could i gotta go no I, th- I think like i think those <laughs> things will be like an interesting thing to like retrospectively like analyze uh like i feel like in a few years we'll be, or i don't know maybe it'll be maybe it'll continue on but like feel like it'll be interesting to analyze like wow why why were why in that moment in time were like men doing these specific surgeries the way like ozempic parties are are or at least in LA are are really popular at the moment yeah the ozempic thing f- freaks me out the ozempic thing is like it's so strange well i'm just I'm, I'm more weirded out by the advertising because it's like never had i mean something that was meant to be treated for diabetes or like pre-diabetes and is is like if you go into um the subway like subway um stops and you look at the ads on the wall they literally look like they look like lifestyle yeah. ads you know and the thing is as someone who's done some pharma work before <laughs> uh while telling on myself i he makes anyway makes um, big pharma money. no 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 i don't make big pharma money i don't i don't but like i i've worked in advertising sure. but it's kind of funny how like or anytime you're on Hulu, anytime you're on like Peacock or something, you see you see the uh, pharmaceutical ads come up. They are they're, they're they're not stylish, you know. They're very very trying to communicate to people who are actually like suffering from mm-hmm. from ailments. But Ozempic specifically is like, no, we know this is kind of like a luxury thing for you, and we are no, pharma. it's you it's know it's so it's, it's so weird. messed up, and I feel so like one of the stories I'm working on right now is about plus size clothes and why they just like don't exist. And it's crazy. Like as a culture, we just want plus size people to disappear. Like they just don't have clothes for public life. It's it's bananas. And the Ozempic thing is just like, yeah. well, now there's no reason to to be fat. Like what's wrong with like making it such a moral issue? It's so crazy. And like if anyone has read any book by any fat person, it's like it's not an easy life. No one's like I'm fine. Like they face prejudice sure. every single day. Yeah. It's so crazy, and we're like lose weight. It's like okay, wearing what? Like there are no workout clothes. Like what are you supposed to wear to a job interview? There's no like right. clothes yeah. or ways for people who are bigger to like exist in public life. And well, why do you why do you think that that pendulum's kind of like swung back to like? 
to where we are now and talking about like, you know, uh, plus size, like people, you know, you know, body positivity. I have a theory that like people were racking up the numbers and they didn't see that the marketing was actually adding to their bottom line in like a really cynical yeah. way. And so they just decided, you know what, let's go back to uh uh, aspirational and I don't think I don't think it was ever real like I mean it was notorious that a lot of brands would like put out plus size models and then like not actually carry clothes in bigger sizes like so much of it right. you know and like um old navy had a body quality campaign that lasted what like a couple months and to earn trust with the plus size community, you need to like build up over time. Like, okay, can we trust you? Does it yeah. actually fit? Is it good quality? And they just like didn't actually, they were like, okay, well, these aren't selling. So they just cut it. And honestly, like the plus size market is so used to having nowhere to go. Like it takes a while for the word to get out that like, oh, you could go to Old Navy. So like just because we had Lizzo or whatever, and we still have Lizzo, like it doesn't mean still that we like R- R.I.P. We're, 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 yeah. like, I don't know. It just makes me so upset, the, the Ozempic thing. And yeah. so think about that, like with the release of The Whale, it's just like, wow, we really sure. like we really live in a fat phobic society. It's so out there. It's like so open and people just talk about it. And and like I can't believe the way that we're allowed to just like say it. It is crazy. Right. It's crazy. What? Well, I think it's wild too because it's like uh, the cultural producers of the world. They live in you know cities where that you don't really see you know like fat people that often. I mean, you do, but you don't. No, you don't. And it's it. And for like the rest of the country, it's it's kind of a fact of life now. And and I think anything that kind of makes people feel bad about that, like something they like, you know, I don't know what's going on, but like, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like what, like people, you know, people are bigger now. Like they just are like, but the thing is, I don't know like how you could exist in a culture of shame when something like, like, I don't know how, like would, if people get to that point, it's like, what, like, shouldn't you just make people feel better about themselves? Cause it's like, life's hard enough to begin with. Well, you work know. in advertising. Isn't that an adage of, or you have worked in advertising. Isn't that an adage of it? I that have, like I if have. you make people feel bad, they buy more stuff. Yeah. I've never, I've never made anyone exactly, feel bad in their life. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the record. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's also a trend in beauty ads now that it's and, that you see these things of people sure. being like, "I love my wrinkles," but they're actually like showing about like yeah how how it's like bad wrinkles. Yeah. Are. aging, aging is the new cancer. That's what um. <laughs> That's our that's our tagline. Ta- we say that on every on every episode because when we like we bring up these topics like like last week we were talking about the new trailer from Barbie and uh, you know all these all these zoomers were like fucking Ryan Gosling's looking too old to play Ken and it's just like his wrinkles really took me out of the experience. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of funny because the opposite thing happened to me when uh, like a year ago I saw The Northman and then I saw um, uh, what's her name Anya Taylor Joy. Oh, no, 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 no. Blanking on... Uh, York? Why am I, no. Uh, that was incredible. <laughs> I'll keep going. Through. I'm blanking on... Uh, Australian. Nicole Australian, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Oh, Nicole yeah. Kidman. Iconic. Iconic. Her Botox was taking me out of the 10th mm-hmm. century. You know? It's like... <laughs> so, I, you know, I don't know. It's 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 funny how just, like, we have it's just such cognitive dissonance, dissonance about, like, how we actually feel about the like beauty standards as they're 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 becoming more like we'll we'll, we'll say we're more accepting but mm-hmm. we're not like we really are yeah didn't julia fox say wrinkles are in yeah but I'm are they mistake. like are they are they like will people actually be doing that like hell yeah i'm gonna fucking just like blast the fucking uh pack of cigarettes a day for the next like six <laughs> you know like i don't know like what like are you going to try to accentuate your wrinkles like no one's going to be doing that the nah. first time someone does that i'll i will applaud them i will say good go off i mean it's funny i'm like i'm excited for wrinkles but i know that's something that i don't know that's such a like dipshit thing to say that's like young that's like, <laughs> that's like a 20 year old yeah. who dye their hair silver like i don't know sure <laughs> do you well it's if they're if you're like if you if you could tell when wrinkles are, uh, I'm on the record to say I love all wrinkles, but it, like you could you could tell which wrinkles are like happy yeah. wrinkles, you know, like that's okay. that's that's cool. 
Yeah. Or if you're like thinking, yeah, you know, like, um, um, I don't know. And I feel like I'm excited to be taken seriously. I just feel like I had a baby face for so long when I'd interview people, they'd be like, Oh, is this for a college project? And I'm excited (laughs) to be like, I got crow's feet now, bitch. Like, let's talk. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Do you feel like you have, do you feel pressure to like get whatever Botox done? Botox. Yeah. Uh, as as a, as the co-host of this podcast, maybe in real life, like maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Not, not yet. Really. But I do notice that, like, yeah. yeah, whenever people meet us and like hear that we have a skincare podcast, I can instantly see them kind of like examining my skin. Um, so I mean that, like, not right now because like we still look we still look really young, or yeah. or at least you know we're young. And I'm not I'm not like Drake, Drake <laughs> saying we're young. Like we're still young. But um, sometimes I do think about it. Like, what if we were to be still doing this podcast? in like five year, like 35 year old dewy dudes sure well the thing is it's like you have to keep managing your skin and the thing is it's like what i'm more interested not entirely interested but specific personally personal to me is like yo i have to get like checked up to get things removed oh, yeah. like on my face like uh it's skincare isn't just about um defeating the new cancer aging it is defeating the about... old cancer cancer <laughs> yeah exactly the OG, <laughs> yeah. The OG cancer. yeah the og cancer yeah. for sure wait are, are y'all 30 yeah um i'm about 29 we're 29 yeah. uh you are um, young i said as an aged 32 year old <laughs> okay all right okay. all right it's the same. Yeah. I'm so excited it's, for you guys to well, be 30. 30 rules. 30 is the best. Yeah. What it, What do we have to look forward to? I yeah. feel like... Um, I'm going to celebrate it I, I don't, I've got... I've been, I've been got like a lot of intel about what your 30s are like. I know people say it's your best decade. What would you tell to the young... I don't know. They do say that. Your 30s are your best decade. I don't know. I just felt so different like on the day that I turned 30. And I, because I, I had heard the same things that people were like, oh, 30 is great. And I was terrified of it. I was like, no, my youth. But on the day I turned 30, there was this huge feeling of like, oh my God, this is your life. Like it's happening right now. Like you've been waiting your whole life to be like, when I'm an adult, when I'm in the real world. And then suddenly something about being like, I am a 30 year old. I am in my 30s. Made me, gave me just this huge surge of energy. And I was just like, I'm here right now. Like, this is it. This is happening. It was, it was, I know that's not, oh man, sorry. There's all this construction outside my door. Um, I don't know if you can hear that beeping. Uh, no, I actually can't Oh, hear great. Anything. Oh, good job, little mic. It's that beautiful mic. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I wish, I know that I can't, there, there are no entirely universal experiences, but I hope you feel mm-hmm. that tremendous sense of calm and relief on the very days that you turn 30. This is very exciting. I'm energized now. When, when are your birthdays? <laughs> it's so funny having like a, a like a journalist on. Sorry, here. I was asking us questions. It's, I just no, want to know your no, signs. No, just, I'm just trying to figure out your signs. Sign. Oh, okay. okay. Emilio's birthday is. Uh, let me get this right. It's August 14th. Shit, dude. Do I know yours? October 20. No, it's not October. So, yeah, you're October right. October. Tw- it's in Go the 20s, right? Go ahead. I don't talk about myself that often. Go he ahead. doesn't. The 23rd. No, twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Oh, so te- yeah, yeah, Scorpio, Leo. Yeah, wow. The boys of Leo, Cancer Moon. Do you do you, do you care about this? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, do you care I, about I, this? Like, I, this? I find like, it interesting. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't have been able to clock it. I wouldn't have been like, oh, Scorpio, Leo, especially because I'm like terrified of Scorpios and Leos. Um, mm. generally, just to. I also love that we're allowed yeah. to make just gross generalizations about you, yeah. signs. Yeah. Um. I know. I love it. I love it. It's like the, the only discrimination that like, okay. is acceptable. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I'm over the Gemini hatred. I stand up for Geminis, but I'm terrified of Scorpios and Leos. And you just so happen to be those. Yeah. The, per- yeah. the perfect the, 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 the vibe, the vibe on this, this uh, recording has shifted a little bit. Now. Sorry. <laughs> this out, you know? Yeah. No, not for us. I meant for you. You're probably like, oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. No, 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 no. I, having I, a good time, not having a good time I anymore. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. I feel like every, like with Scorpios and Leos, I'm like, wow, touche. Like powerful energies that I, I, uh, you know. That, that we'll, uh, we'll harness on our 30th birthdays. Mm-hmm, we'll, find, mm-hmm. we'll finally be able to make use of it. But I'm a Scorpio rising. Wait, what are you? I can, you... I can, I can hang. What's what's uh what's the the pro what they call it the the sun the, the sun, sun sign what's your Pisces. sun sign Pisces oh damn emo- emotional 
like in a good way, like a very like sensitive, sensitive, sensitive soul. Yeah, I got a Pisces. Ah. Damn, I'm really telling. Oh, I'm telling myself connect. here. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like everyone's like, oh, how do they know all this? How do we know this, Emilio? How do we know this about? How ourselves? do you know this about yourselves? I classic classic meme. You know, it's, it's similar to skincare. The the women in our lives. Exactly. Ah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we get into some segments? Did you prepare Ooh. for the segments? Oh no. <laughs> Wait, did, Evan? Did you send a? That's okay. Did you send That's a okay. show? No. I did. I did. I'm I did so but sorry. like, you know, no, don't don't be sorry because you know, like, yeah, you're 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 just you're you're a good conversationalist anyway. Yeah, so fine. they're casual. Like, you could just come up on the okay. spot. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we're not. We'll we'll play. It will be fun. Sorry. We'll play. Okay. First thanks, segment. Thanks for being kind um, with me. Of course. Uh, Dewey rude. <laughs> Dewey Rude, a segment in which you address all your haters or anything you're having beef with. Um, yeah, or something rude that happened. Or something to rude you that happened, yeah, recently. Or you know, or you could do similar to like, oh man, like what we were just talking about. Oh, I do have a Dewey um, Rude. Yeah, plus plus size models, you know, like that. Like, yep. you can, oh yeah. yeah, I mean, you could be you could be a hater or you could address. It's so funny because like. I feel like there's such pressure to have like podcast beef. I talk about this with Jeremy from Blamo all the time that everybody wants us to have like feuds. And so I keep saying like, Jeremy, we should have a feud. And he's like, no, no. He's like way too sweet. Um, he's like the nicest guy. <laughs> he's the nicest guy, which is why I really want to have a feud with him. Of course, that's why everyone's going to him to have a feud. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess really the, the Ozempic thing and it's super it's like so triggering i don't know like i had an eating disorder like so many people had eating disorders and it's just like it's bringing it all back like i really thought i worked through all that i really was proud of myself and then reading all these takes on it i was just like uh ah i can't i can't do it anymore but i don't know i feel like that's such an obvious boring feud that's not like a fun bone to pick it's funny i normally have all these like fun petty grievances that i really pride myself on like i really collect them um like low stakes petty grievances but i can't think of any right now um yeah it's hard to be put on the spot when you kind of want to think no 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 see you didn't even put me on the spot like you gave you told me this ahead of time like i could have done my homework (laughs) i also i also uh have um problems with people who don't do their homework so i'm 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 so sorry there you go yeah yeah, feel really bad about it. There you go. Um, I don't know. I guess I perpetually am mad at people who my the part of my job that I hate is trying to get people on the show. And I'm sure you feel this of like when you're trying to book people, which yeah. is why I tend to say yes to a lot of not. I, I mean, I don't say yes That's to why. everyone, but I believe <laughs> but I believe special. it's like karma. I'm like, OK, like. I'll say yes sure. to some people and hopefully some people will say yes to me. But I've always fantasized like I just want to get known enough so that people answer my emails. I just hate like I'm trying to book someone right now who's like, no, I don't have time. I'm like, please, 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 please come on my show. Um, yeah. And I hate that feeling. I hate when someone like doesn't want to be on the show and I have to try to convince them to be on the yeah. show. Yeah, I want to be at a what in. Yeah, it's like being amazing to be at a point where like they're following up with you about coming on your show, you know, instead of like us having to right. like badger it at people. Yeah. Well, there's like a, I guess there's an anxiety about it, like what it will sound like when, what they will sound like when they come out, unless they they are already a personality and they they love the sound of their own voice. But I think also too is they have this like, it's funny because every every time you record with your guests is they're pretty much enjoying themselves, you know, unless it really is like not yeah. good you know so it's yeah, we like we haven't had a bad experience yet it, it doesn't take that time that much time i mean yeah an hour is a lot of time but like it's it's usually pretty painless for most i people. mean do you have any well, uh, unless they really want to try yeah well unless like you like need to come off like knowing your shit you know but like our podcast doesn't you know we don't really we're just like let's talk yeah so do you have any uh booking tips um we are as you might know we are very bad at booking that's not we true just, you, uh, you you pulled that WME connection. It was very professional. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. the professional strategy. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, if you're the, in the <laughs> yo, if you're in the DMs, I don't know. Usually, because DMs usually work. But the thing is, like, we kind of reach out to people on the periphery uh, that kind of know about 
what's going on in our show yeah. or if like they're already fans of the page and then i don't know but yeah if it was somebody who wasn't totally aware we would we would flex a wme connection we would yeah maybe ask a friend you know like phone a friend to intro us introing is always good people Usually are more willing intro, to help and they'll talk you yeah. up they'll talk you up yeah. yeah they'll probably they'll talk you up i mean as someone who had her uh season three on the best of 2022 you know so for the times yeah right Wait, I what did. yeah i did it was very cool yeah that's right you did. did you did so <laughs> it's very cool Sick. um okay all right Seven. let's do let's do due to the week Due to the week. Oh, shit. Due to the week. What, Yo, is there somebody who's you just got on your mind or you want to shout out? Maybe it's a cultural figure. Maybe it's like, I don't know. Could be anybody. Could be anybody. Um, do I have a due to the, uh, my due to the week? I'll, here's an example. Um, you know, I've, I've said some, I've had mixed feelings about the show Succession. Yeah. I, I'm kind of back on board because I think Kieran Culkin is giving the performance of his lifetime right now. And I'm really, I really enjoy watching him get very emo and yeah, that's, that's my dude of the week is Kieran, Kieran Culkin. Yeah. He's great. Uh, my dude of the week. Does it have to be a dude? Can't, no. Does gender matter? Okay. Dude <laughs> no. is a gender neutral term. Metaphorical. Yeah. Uh, my dude for many weeks so far has been Annie or no. Uh, she's, she's the shit. I didn't know about her until she won the Nobel Prize in Literature, and she writes these books that are so slender, and they are not wasting your time. They're like maybe 50 pages, and they're achingly beautiful. Sign me up. Sign me up. And she made this uh, movie with her son, and it's so cool because she like just writes about her life, and she writes sort of in circles. Like You read a book, and you're like, oh, she mentioned that in her other book, and you just feel like you get to know her. And then the movie she made is if you have Canopy, the superior streaming service. Um, yeah, it's the one from the public libraries. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. An idiot. But it is, but it is actually the superior streaming service. Like it has so many, like Steve Buscemi movie, like campy, campy films mm. that you okay. like can't find anywhere else. You're like, oh, but it's on Canopy. Uh, they, they, that's where you can watch Annie Arnaud's movie called The Super Eight Years. And I've never, I know so many people have tried to make movies out of their home videos and she actually did it. Like, it's such a good movie. And again, like not wasting your time. It's one hour long. She like made it. It's achingly beautiful. It's got a plot. It's heartbreaking. She's like, that's why she won the Nobel prize. She's the shit. I love Annie or no. Annie or no. Hell yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That was really good. Um, let's really, do you have one uh, due to the week? No, no, okay. no, right. no, 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 nobody. Uh, you have been thinking about anybody, anybody at all. I've been, I've been, I've been thinking about no, no one, no one. Sorry, guys. Can't pull through on this one. <laughs> Let's, you're, well, okay, you're, well, you're not like okay, shout we'll, out to we'll Derek Kazushahi for getting my Uber thief back. Actually, shout out to um, shout out to my friend, um, yeah, Christian Bahati, who is picking up my my Pelican case from the Uber office and flying to New York with it, just because he's, uh, yeah, just because he's right. gonna be a nice guy and 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 help me recover my stuff. So yes, actually, shout out shout out to him. Uh, we'll we'll be back podcasting with the most professional gear uh, this Friday once I get that interface back. Let's uh, close off with the Dewey do's and don'ts. Um, you know, just list off things. Things we're, things we're doing, things we're, we're not doing. Could be, you know, larger philosophical things. Could be skincare related. Any, anything really. I'm, I'm, um, what am I doing? I don't know. I'm, yeah, what, do you, what have you been doing? I've been trying to drink more water. Which is so boring. For a second, I thought you were going to um, say I'm trying to drink more. Oh, I'm also putting SPF on my. Yeah, lap. I was like, wow, cool. <laughs> drink more. I'm, no, to drink I'm actually more. trying to I'm trying drink. To... Yeah, exactly. I'm on. I'm exactly. on. I'm on that another round live. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to drink less. A perfect movie. It's incredible. Probably it's a, per- a perfect movie. <laughs> I've tried. I've, I've tested it. No, I have. <laughs> um, I've always wanted to get a cat named Mads Mikkelsen. Like, don't you think that'd be a great name for a cat? 
right? Oh, that's such a good name. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I can't really say Mads Mikkel. Mads, I can't even say his name. Mads, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. There you Mads go. Mads It's yeah. hard for me. It's hard for me. So maybe Mads is the cat. Mads cat. Yeah. Mads. Mads, Mads cat. Mads, yeah. It's cute. Yeah, <laughs> cute. I like that. So you try to drink more water. Drink more water. Trying to drink trying more to, booze. I drink less. Yeah. I, I, I work this, you know, my, my, my day job because, because I'm, I'm not rich off a podcast yet. Yet. Um, you end up drinking a lot. Yet. 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 Yeah, yeah. Our, our first podcast royalty. Our first millions coming. For us all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, what, are, what are some other do we do's and don'ts? Don't, uh, what, what, have I, what did I do this weekend where I was like, yeah, I should do this. I should not do that. Go. Um, you know, I will say, because I've never seen, I had never seen Southern Charm. I've never heard of it. If you have never seen, Southern, I've never heard of it Southern either. Charm. It's a it's a Bravo ch- franchise. I think it's lower. He's into Bravo on, now. Uh, wow. I'm a Bravo guy. I'm a Bravo wow. guy. I had a, I got I got I got hooked on some rea- reality TV, and you know I love I love the I love the high low life. <laughs> I'm a mid man. Uh, <laughs> let's yeah. I I I'm I'm getting back to to reality TV for a long time. I was kind of like. You know, I just don't have time for this, but I, it is, it is beautiful ex- escapism. You do actually genuinely, you get, uh, you get, I'm so surprised how invested you get into like to these characters. Have you guys ever really watched like Vanderpump Rules or like anything like that? Like, Sorry. all right. Okay. All right. Now get out of here. Well, that's my do we do. Do it. It's because, you know, you'll surprise yourself. Sometimes it's just like, all right, I don't want an, I don't need an intellectual exercise every time I turn on the goddamn TV, but for other people, that's what they get off on, and you just stare stare at a wall. Yeah, that's know. my just vibe. I love okay. to stare at walls. What? A bit explore your, your rich yeah. inner world. Go somewhere I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Is that my Dewey do? That's no, a good one. That's a good one. No, Where we? No. Um. Hmm. I'm, yeah. Now I love how we're all like, "What did we do this weekend? What did I do this weekend?" It always feel it always feels like a black. I like I even I didn't even drink this weekend, but like it always feels like I didn't do anything. I walked around a lot. I held a baby. (laughs) My friend had a baby. (laughs) Held a baby. She's a she's a single parent, and I never really understood what it meant. I don't know, like when my friends have had kids and they're like, "Oh my god, my hands are so full now." I've been so I've been such a dick. I've been like, "Ugh, whatever," like so boring. But it was weird to go (laughs) help her. And be like, oh, your hands are literally full. Like this baby can't support its neck. Full. Like you've got to hold the, the baby. Yeah. Like her hands were. Yeah. So I went over, and I just held her kid while she folded her laundry and like un- like unloaded her dishwasher. I was like, oh my god, this is like five kinds of intense. Uh, but it was kind of amazing because it was sort of like staring at the wall. Like I couldn't do it. I just had to like hold this floppy baby. Uh, hold it. Yeah. And that was a very, and yeah, it was baby, very yeah, powerful. Yeah. Be like, oh my God, I was a baby. Like she was a baby. We were all babies. Like, ah, so hold a baby. Yeah. Go. If your friend has a new baby, ask if hold they baby, want yeah. some help just holding it. And then you feel like a hero and all you did was hold it. It's yeah. very easy to feel great. Yeah. Right. Find, find a baby, a baby to, hold. to hold. Yeah. Someone <laughs> would love for you to hold their baby. Uh, or if you got a baby, no, 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 hold, 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 hold your baby tight. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> someone else's baby. All right, someone else's baby. Um, you know, we 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 call a lot of people baby in our lives, don't we? I'm just <laughs> this kidding, is true. Baby, baby um, can do anything. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm cat sitting now. Yeah. Also, that is also holding yeah, the baby. That's true. Cat sitting, man. That's. It's always nice. Do you, do you own any pets? No, my landlord doesn't let pets? me, even though she is a pet. Yeah, I like I like I like kind of uh, enjoying pets from yeah. afar. You know, it's like <laughs> not 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 for me to like. I don't want to ruin my. I don't not ruin. Sorry, <laughs> I don't want to. Well, ruin my furniture. One, His two. Beautiful Eames chair. Oh, you got you got one. Well, oh God, He's, I have one. Outing me as like outing me as um, uh, a, uh, a classic, classic New York Mad man. Men. But um, no, my, my my boyfriend's yeah. a design within reach outlet man himself. It's a it's a brotherhood Dude, right from the source, right from the <laughs> exactly. source. Yeah, um, but yeah, pets, man. I don't know. It's like I like uh, yeah, doing a little cat sitting is nice. Do doing we a little do, babysitting? Yeah, do we do enjoy a pet yeah. from afar? But I, but I feel yeah. that I, I'm not like I, it feels weird to be like. 
pets. It's like, okay, there are some dogs I like. I don't want to be like, I like dogs. It's like, well, I haven't met your yeah. dog. Do I like your dog? You know, I, I want to grant them the autonomy of a, of a personality. And I do feel that way about babies too. I'm like, do I know? Yeah. You? I don't know this person. Yeah. This is a person. Not yeah. all babies are equal. Exactly. Some are better than others. Sorry. That is true. <laughs> true they yeah. are. They are. <laughs> some some yeah. suit my personality more than others. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Anything of, else? Of, I'm, I, of a don't? Anything you want to plug? Of a don't? Maybe even don't? Oh, yeah. Anything you want to plug? Don't. Anything you want to plug, too. You know, this is, this is your um, We have a giant audience. Buy yourself flowers, but I've been really into oh, buying a mix of like real and fake flowers. Like I have these beautiful tulips right now in front of me that are dying. And I have a bouquet of those Lego flowers that I love. Like those Lego flowers mm. are great. And if you live in New York, there's the most amazing fake flower shop called Panty Silk Flowers on 28th Street, like in the flower district. And you have to sort of take a second glance and be like, oh shit, all those flowers are, are silk, oh, they're not real. And I love wow. to have like, a re and they're expensive, but they last forever. And so I like having yeah. a blend of like flowers that are actually real and dying, flowers that are cheeky and made out of Legos, and then like these beautiful fake flowers that will, yeah. you just have to dust them because it's weird when fake flowers are dusty. But right. yeah, very into like a variety of kinds of flowers. A variety of kind of stuff. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I just bought some flowers at the Union Square Farmers ah, Market. That's what I did over the weekend. Love that. Yeah. For yourself? For myself. Rock yeah. On. For, yeah. Um, that's it. Maybe somebody will enjoy it. Enjoy them before before they, they wither away. But if not, I'm enjoying them myself. It's a beautiful way to make our peace with the new cancer, you know? Like watch them age, gracefully. Yes, watch, exactly. You know? Enjoy their beautiful. beauty yeah. while it while it's there. What a professional yeah. podcaster tying it all in with the with the last sentences of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.